from Blackfoot Communications. They talk about understanding your product, using email marketing and text messaging, as well as tracking success and learning new platforms. We are here with Morgan Holzberger from Blackfoot Communications, and she is the marketing and communications coordinator over there, and we're really happy to have you here. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. So I guess to start, uh, before we jump right into all the cool things that your team is doing over there at Blackfoot, uh, can you just give us a little bit of background on how you became a digital marketer and what path led you to this point? Yeah. Did, did you always think, hey, I'm going to study digital marketing and you know, targeting is really interesting to me, or can you, can you help uh, walk our listeners through that? Of course, yeah. So I, um, I'm a Montana native. Um, I graduated here at the University of Montana uh, with a degree in business and marketing. Um, I think in school, I didn't really understand what I wanted to do. Um, I knew I kind of enjoyed my marketing classes and it, it seemed interesting to me, but I didn't know what path I wanted to take with that. Um, so I graduated in 2015. Um, I was working at Stockman Bank at the time as a teller. Okay. Um, and I started to get um, a little more interested on the marketing side of things, um, more of the event side of marketing. Um, I was interested in that, uh, tried to pursue it a little bit. There wasn't really a path for me. Um, so I started to look around um, here locally in Missoula at any marketing opportunities. Kind of was thinking I was going to have to go to a bigger city to get a good marketing job. Um, and then this job opened up at Blackfoot, um, and I applied, and uh, I got it, and I, I think I was kind of meant to be. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it just it worked out the way it was supposed to, I guess. And so, so the position was a marketing coordinator at Blackfoot, which for those who don't know, Blackfoot's a big deal. Right, uh, yeah. I've heard great things about Blackfoot within the community here. Um, yeah. They are – we have amazing benefits. Um, it's a pretty large company. I actually um, – how I started searching for places to work was I just searched the top, the largest companies in Missoula. And, you nice. know, under like St. Pat's and Community, Blackfoot was up there, which yeah. I knew about Blackfoot, but I didn't know too much about Blackfoot. So mm-hmm. it was great to dive in and research a little bit and look at their job openings. Yeah. So I'm guessing that was a pretty competitive position that you were applying for. And it doesn't sound like you had 10 years of experience in marketing coordination. So right. how, any, yeah. any idea how... Uh, or why they decided Morgan will be a great fit for this position. I know. Yeah, they definitely took a chance on me. Cool. Um, so I did an internship, um, as many college students do mm-hmm. in college. So I interned for the athletic department for Grizzly Athletics and their marketing cool. side of things. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like that was a good thing to have on my resume. Um, but, yeah, I didn't have any real life experience, as they would say, you yeah. know. And so I, I had, like, three or four rounds of interviews. So mm-hmm. it was – I was so nervous. That's intense. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I remember it was just down to me and another gal. um, And I hadn't heard back. And Will, my boss now, gave me a call and just let me know, like, okay, we're going to have one last round of interviews. Mm -hmm. The final countdown. The final countdown. Right. Yeah. Um, And they took a chance on me. So I was super excited to to get started. And um, I've learned so much on the job. So I, yeah. you know, I, I really think it is important to get a degree and do internships and do all of that. Um, but once you start your job, your learning just goes through the roof. I mean, yeah, you're not going to know everything when you start. I mean, it's it's crazy the amount of um, things I've learned in the three years really I've cool. been at Blackfoot. Yeah. I think the on-the-job 
you know, it, it happens so fast because you have to get it done. Right. It's kind of like a sink or swim type of situation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you mentioned the business school. And I think business schools nationwide, when you take a marketing course, it's really interesting because you you read things like case studies. Right. And this is sort of broad stroke here, but you might pretend to be the chief marketing officer of Apple. And they're coming out with the iPhone 15. How do you take that to market? And it's a cool exercise, and it gets you thinking strategically and brainstorming. But is it preparing you for that first job where they say, we need to get 5,000 new emails on our email list? Right. And we and, our, and your budget is when $500. You don't have, well, or you don't even have that audience like yeah. Apple has. Like you don't even have – or the recognition. Oh, exactly. You know, so it's – Right. So you're doing a lot of education. Totally. You're learning about um, – you know, I would say marketing for a first time, like entry level position, it, it actually, you put yourself in the mind of a salesperson. Would you agree with that? That you have to understand the business from the, from the standpoint of what are the value propositions here? Right. Yeah. I mean, coming into a company, an industry really, where I really didn't know anything. There were mm-hmm. so many, I remember my first month, two months, three months, um, sitting in on interviews and just acronyms. <laughs> Right. Of different things within the company. I just, I didn't know anything about telecom, communications. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in banking for years. And so that was a just, that was a different level of education yeah. on top of the marketing. So you learned the banking so. language and now you're learning the telecommunications language. Right. And the marketing jargon yeah. language. Yep. Wow. So what was one of the first things sort of dropped on your plate as a, as the marketing coordination or as the marketing coordinator? Yeah, so when I joined the team, um, uh, my boss was fairly new. He was in uh, six months, um, so it was a it was a new dynamic. I think um, was it a new position? My position? Yeah. My position wasn't new. Okay. Um, there was just people who had moved to um, someone moved on to the product department. Got it. And so a spot opened up on the team. Um, so it wasn't new. It was just new faces on the team, and some people had left. So a new dynamic. Um, and I think uh, my boss who hired me, Will, he had a lot of ideas what he wanted to do with the team and what he wanted to do at Blackfoot. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of new things that, you know, people hadn't thought about before yeah. and felt comfortable doing. You know, there was a lot of, of new – to me, they were very exciting. And so one of the first things that I started out um, that was on my plate was email marketing. So Blackfoot didn't really have an email marketing program. Mm. They kind of started to get it off the ground, but when Will started, that was one of his main priorities that he wanted to accomplish. So um, that is where I stepped in, and I had no experience with email marketing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember going over it <laughs> at all in any of no my class classes. Email. No, and yeah. and I thought it would be a lot simpler than what it was, I think. But, I mean, just getting used to the tools, that was the hardest thing for me is being in a new – program in our CRM and then in our our email marketing platform that was just getting myself getting my feet wet in that what was the CRM that you guys are using we use Dynamics CRM and that has email marketing capabilities so we um, utilize click dimensions it sits natively within okay the Dynamics yeah interesting we yep. talk a lot about MailChimp on this podcast right and we so we're starting to get our feet wet a little oh, bit right. in MailChimp yeah cool. yeah so it seems like having not used those tools that you just described um, MailChimp is simple, and sometimes keeping email simple is the way to go. Right. If you're not a Fortune 500 company, or if you know, Blackfoot might even fall into that category, like this large enterprise company. It, it might make sense to have many automations, which mm-hmm. gets complicated fast, but is sometimes useful. Um, 
So talk about email marketing when, when you're segmenting. And so right. one of the ways that email gets complicated quick is when you start segmenting. You know, the path of least resistance is to say, I've got an email list of 50,000. They all want it, our weekly newsletter, which is very, very rarely the case. Mm -hmm. And so you have customers, you have business customers, you have residential customers. And for those that don't know, Blackfoot Communications is what? Can you just kind of give a quick... Yeah, so we're a communications company. We're headquarters here in Missoula, um, but we service Montana, Idaho, um, and then parts of the Pacific Northwest. Mm -hmm. Um, So we provide, so on the business side, we provide um, data, cloud, IT services for businesses, and then we do have a residential side, um, so we provide um, internet and phone services there. Cool. Yeah. And you've been with the company three years? Yeah. Okay, so that should give everyone a good sort of, all right, where is Morgan standing from a marketing standpoint three years in? And so where are you at now with email? That was, it sounds like that was one of the first right. things. And so has it. Yeah. So since then, um, we do have, we're cultivating more of an email list versus um, we did have our customer base that have opted in to receive communications from us. But on top of that, now we are trying to grow our opt-in list. So we do have mm. an opt-in page on our website and we have three buckets that we segment our, cus- our customers or potential customers, fans of Blackfoot. And right. so we have uh, business, residential, and then corporate. Okay. And so that's today how we're segmenting those. Um, but then we can also, in our dynamic, segment by product type if they're a customer cool. or geo or anything yeah. like that. So Yeah, I would imagine geo is pretty powerful. Geo and product type for yeah. upsell and cross-sell. Cool. Yep. And let's talk tracking. So I know mm. one of the big things for first-time marketers or business owners getting started is that old – Adage, okay, I know that 10% of my marketing is working. I just don't know which 10%. And so there goes 100% of your budget month after month after month. How do you and how does your team measure the success yeah, of your marketing? I get really excited about tracking. So cool. I'm sorry Let's if I nerd out really okay, quick for a second. Get, let's dive deep. <laughs> so, um, you know, we use we use UTMs on all of our links. So we are UTM codes. Yep. yep. So we're tracking, you know, which can, which campaign, source, medium, and then sometimes the content of that ad too. So we know what is performing. Yeah. Um, and so I'm always checking, you know, different things like that just to see how it's performing, mm-hmm. what medium's working the best. Do I need to throw um, some more dollars at different campaigns? Yeah. Um, and then pulling that up in our Google Analytics and looking at geos too. So, cool. so yeah. that sounds complicated for someone listening who's yeah. like, hey, I have 20 laundromats and I want to get into marketing, but I don't know what words you just said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, UTM I think codes, Google, yep. And just setting up a Google Analytics account. Making sure that you mm-hmm. know, okay, how many, how many website visitors are visiting my site right uh, any day and we sometimes say remove layers of uncertainty and so if that means if we ask the question do you know how many website visitors come to your site every month and we get a blank stare it, we're going to help you figure that out but that's the first layer of uncertainty before maybe we say let's mm-hmm. track the conversion rate of linkedin right. referral source right well, all right let's figure out let's first just figure out the simple analytics of your website you okay 100 website visitors a month what percentage are coming from the, your social channels? Oh, it's actually 50%. Like that's a, let's see if we can explore there. But I love what Blackfoot's doing because it's, you know, you've removed so many of those layers that now you're right. thinking about how do we increase the performance of website visitors from this channel? And it, there's so much knowledge there. Um, do you find that sometimes there can be too much information that... You know, it's easy you, to get in the weeds. You can remove 
layers of uncertainty all day, every day. And then yeah. at the end of the week, you're like, what did we accomplish? What is this benefiting? Right. right. And, and I think a challenge um, that I've had uh, is delivering the right information to different people within the company. So we like to report out on a lot of our campaigns, you know, for um, I like to share with product or um, if it was a business message, I like to share that with our um, sales managers, certain things like that. Mm-hmm. And so what would be the most relevant information for me to, to give to them? Because I can show them, hey, this this is how this ad performed and it came from this source and I can get really in the weeds. And they're like, I just want to know how many deals were closed. <laughs> right. How right? much money? And how much did, money, right? right? right. So it's, it's finding that balance too. Because yeah. as a marketing team, we, we love that. We love the data. We love the analytics, mm-hmm. the testing, everything. But you have to know who your audience is too internally. So Yeah. And maybe internally reporting the, the numbers that they care about. But then as a marketing team, figuring out, okay, we know that they care about revenue, new residential subscribers, whatever that number might be. Mm-hmm. And maybe they've, you know, maybe they've isolated to, it to three numbers. But then as a marketing team, your task is, this is our budget. How do we maximize that return on investment? Right. And that's why we're the, the experts. I mean, that's, right. that's what our job is. So, yeah. yeah. But it can sometimes be a thankless job because they right. say, oh, the numbers went well, up. They wonder what it's that was. It's all behind was. the scenes. And it's like, right. well, we know exactly where it came from. Totally. Yeah. Um, somebody just getting started who was in your shoes three years ago, um, what expectation did you, I guess, put on yourself to learn these platforms and what sort of support did you get? And wh- what would you recommend if someone starts and they're like, well, my company's not going to pay me to go to Seattle to go to a conference to learn this stuff, so I guess I, I, I'll never learn it. And what if that's what they're feeling? Yeah, I guess for me, I had a different experience. Blackfoot um, really values personal growth and education. So um, I took a lot of online like courses. Like I did Mm -hmm. a lot of, I got, um, I did some Google Analytics trainings and um, I have gone to a conference. Um, I go to a conference once a year. Nice. Um, This year I'm attending Advertising Week in New York uh, in the fall. So. Um, there's been those experiences that have kind of shaped me, but I think at first it was a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, am I really learning anything? You know, cause you can spend hours <laughs> in those right. programs and learning all of the lingo. And, um, it kind of felt like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I felt until I really ran one of my first projects or campaigns and I accomplished something, I think that is when I kind of felt like, okay, I'm, I'm getting a hang of this. Right. So it just takes a while. Um, and at first you're going to kind of feel like you're not really gaining anything, but, um, seems like there's a lot of resources online. There's a ton of resources online. Google analytics certification. We're always, um, our team's culture is to always like, we're not, we don't stop learning. Mm -hmm. We're always trying to learn more. And I think the marketing industry as a whole is I mean, there's always new information coming out. Like, it's just not right. staying the same always, you know? There's always new studies coming Constantly out. Constantly changing. New words, you know? So it's... New features. Totally. All of it. Yeah. And for me, that excites me. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like having a job where it's not the same thing every day um, or it's going to be the same thing a year from now. So right. if that, you know, you're in the right place if that's yeah. what interests you. So. so that's a good segue to a sort of evolving world of digital marketing. Um we're recording a podcast and this podcast will then go on YouTube and it will go on Stitcher and Apple iTunes and, or what is it? App, iTunes, I guess. Uh, iTunes podcasts, Apple, Apple podcasts. Podcast, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Google play all these different places. And, um, we're doing it from our office in Missoula. And, um, 
what I'm not saying that podcasting is the future, but I guess what trends are you noticing? And uh, though it's impossible to predict, does Blackfoot say, you know, we're we're investing some time and experimenting over here because we're kind of placing a bet that this might be the way that digital marketing is going? Yeah. Um, I love podcasts, so I totally podcasts. agree with you. Audio. Um, cool. But yeah, <laughs> we've been doing a lot more with video, actually, video. Um, and just producing it in-house mm-hmm. um, because uh, we've, we, well, we bought a nicer camera and just got some equipment. Cool. Um, so we're able to make these short videos in-house uh, with different um, people. We have some, you know, our d- data network engineers get them in front of a camera and talk about a problem they had with a customer and how they resolved that or with yeah. our, our product manager talk about um, a new upcoming product um, so we we're trying to get people in front of the camera who are really knowledgeable in their field and then um, create ads off those um, include them in emails um, yeah. just do we could do a ton of different things with that they have lots of legs so it's in-house totally so and we even have it from like yeah, there's not a lot of expense there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're also trying to do more um, like culture things and um, for our HR department to have um, like employee videos. So oh, yeah. there's a lot of different avenues we can uh, use that for. Um, another thing that we've been exploring is SMS, text messaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's fairly inexpensive depending on um, how many contacts you have. And then uh, it's fairly easy too. So yeah, and how people many people text i mean that's your that's yeah. a very intimate way of communicating with someone i read once that the you know the average open rate of a text message is like 100 percent. yeah right like you, you have to look at it exactly if you have that notification too like how yeah. many people just let that sit there For especially sure. a text message i've seen some things recently with i think it's media messaging so it's mms okay we can actually like send a photo send or a video photo or like a little video mm. clip i thought that was kind of cool i don't yeah. know exactly how it works interesting but it could be. You have to really trust the source of. I suppose. Who's sending it? Yeah. I mean, you're opting in, and yeah, there must be a lot of. Right. Privacy check boxes that you're checking, but it, I think it's going to be powerful, cool. especially with you know all the different things happening with video and audio, yeah. even like a little sound message. I don't know if that would be as powerful, <laughs> but anyway, um, that seems like a cool trend. So SMS, yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Um, and you guys are team three over there. Yes, there's three of us. That's incredible. And so talk about, you know, the decision-making process. Someone has an idea and says, you know, I think we should, uh, I think we should test YouTube advertising mm-hmm. with the videos that we're making. Like, how does that idea get sorted out between the three of you? Yeah, so our team is uh, really uh, collaborative. Cool. I mean, we're, we have really open communication too. So we are able to have those open conversations if we want to test something out if someone has an idea we we talk about it and um like will likes to say just just go do it just go try it um so it's really fun to to work in that environment because we can kind of we kind of have the freedom to try new things um and if it doesn't work doesn't work but then we know so um if you know i uh i'm trying to think of an example recently but yeah we all kind of have input on what we want to Mm -hmm do with our ideas and so can, it's great and you can experiment in kind of a silo totally. and come back and say hey this worked or hey maybe yeah. this did not work or if we just want to bounce ideas off of each other like hey mm-hmm. here's kind of what I'm thinking and we're all open and honest with each other we're like you know remember that one time we tried this and I don't think that really worked but yeah. what if we did it like this uh-huh. so it's just I, I appreciate their different ways of thinking too that's cool yeah. yeah it can feel probably like a team of three that 
you get attached to an idea like it's your idea, but it sounds like it's just an idea and we're going to shape it as a team. Yeah, we That's have a neat. we have a great dynamic between the three of us, which cool. really helps. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like some cool things going on over there at Blackfoot. Um, so interns, are, you guys are looking for some interns always, or is there an intern class that you're... Yeah, I think we're kind of always open for an intern. We okay. had one this summer, and she was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it would be nice if we could get another one, maybe once school starts or something like cool. that. But we just thinking about anybody that might be listening. That's like, oh, this place sounds cool. I want to check it out. Yes. Okay. Yep. Contact Morgan. Will Anderson. Contact Will Anderson. We'll put <laughs> He's some. He's gonna be like crazy. We'll put some info in the show notes. It's okay. We don't have that many uh, listeners yet, Morgan. So okay. Um, Sounds great. If you get flooded, that's a good thing yeah. for all of us. Sorry, Will. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. So I guess just the last question, resources for people who are just getting started in marketing, uh, digital marketing specifically, don't really know where to start, are a little apprehensive. Like, what? where would you recommend they start? There's a lot of good resources out there. Um, one that I think is really good is Marketing Profs. Website. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's no, that's a new Anne Hanley's website. Okay. So Anne Hanley is a content um, creator, I guess. But she, so she, uh, she talks at a lot of events, um, and uh, she has her own website. But it kind of goes from everything: advice for email marketing, uh, digital advertising, and an easy to read format. They do cool. like a monthly or a weekly newsletter. Um, so that one's really cool. Another one that I uh, really enjoy is. Uh, gosh, there's an email one. Oh, it's called like Phrasey. Phrasey. Okay. Yeah, for email marketing. Have you heard of that one? P H R A S E, I believe. Okay. They also do have a, a really good um, newsletter. Cool. I just received like a few. I try and sign up for newsletters and, you know, get the content that way. Um, and then Adweek, of course, is really good. Yeah. So, does Adweek, is that a paid subscription? Yeah. So they have a fit, they have an actual, uh, uh, okay. publication that you can receive monthly a print, print. publication cool i okay. know <laughs> that's cool omnichannel it's that's it where yeah. it's at but they yeah, do a really good um like an email newsletter as well cool so yeah. and they have nice. lots of assets on their website so okay. yeah check out those channels we'll try to link them up in the show notes okay um and what about any books that you would recommend any for our books. listeners or that have been impactful for you as a marketer if not that's okay too um trying to think of marketing books specifically one kind of not marketing sorry this is good. <laughs> but no, i i hard. listened to so the last conference i went to last year was um marketing united in nashville okay. and it was put on by emma which is a marketing automation oh, yeah. platform them, yeah, yeah they just got bought by campaign monitor actually oh, really? um but when i went they were still still emma. on their own yeah yeah um but the one of the keynote speakers there was bob goff mm-hmm. i don't know if you've heard of him um I but i so. He was really engaging um, and just a great speaker. And so after that, I purchased one of his books. And Sweet. it's it's called Love Does. Okay. And it has really nothing to do with business, but mm-hmm. it's just about life in general. And, um, it made an pers- impact. Yeah, and pursuing yeah. Um, things even when they kind of seem impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, like so that. it's a great read. Yeah, I recommend it. Yeah, goal setting, you know, for life or in marketing is always important to mm-hmm. keep sharp. Like, okay, how can you keep sharp? And when it kind of seems like the odds are stacked against you. And yeah you know, starting out a new job and you don't know anything. So. Right. right. How do you overcome that hurdle? Totally. Well, Morgan, this has been a great conversation about digital marketing and your path to year three. So what's next for you? 
continuing I, to kick butt over yeah, there at Blackfoot. Gain more knowledge. That's and, it. There's yeah. always stuff to be learning. <laughs> Seriously, every day I'm learning something new. What so. platform aren't you using that you're like, I'm, I kind of want to get, I kind of want to sharpen the saw in this platform. Or maybe Gosh. you're already using it for like, you know, there's always more to learn here. Yeah, I don't. I think Google Analytics, although I'm in it every day, there's mm-hmm. so much in there. Changes every day. <laughs> Seriously. So much stuff. And I'd like to be better with Google Data Studio. Yeah. Yeah. So Data Studio's the same. There's just so much, so much to learn in you there. You see these so. templates, you're like, how did they build that? I know. It's amazing. I know. But it's possible. It is. Just read that book <laughs> and then you'll be motivated to go right? and, uh, and crush it. Morgan, thanks for your time. Thank you so much. Yeah. See ya. Bye.